Hey guys, it's C.S. Joseph with csjoseph.life uh, doing another episode for season 10. This is going to be uh, season 10, episode 5. How do ISTJs compare to ISFJs? Um, do a little bit different today. I forgot a very important piece of equipment uh, for mounting the GoPro, so I wasn't able to mount the GoPro and we don't exactly have the whiteboard today to be able to use, but that's okay. Luckily, I have a nice little uh, car mount for uh, my phone, and my phone can just record just fine. I have all my sound equipment, so we're good to go, worst case. So, but yeah, on my way back from uh, Sacramento, heading back to the Bay Area right now, and uh, just uh, doing another uh, car studio lecture. Um, so yeah, forgive me for not having the uh, specific uh, whiteboard ready, but I think I've done plenty of whiteboards for these. Should be pretty obvious um, in terms of how these go. So anyway, um, season 10. Uh, so season 10, we've been comparing the types that have similar uh, or the same um, dis uh, perception functions, basically. So for example, the very first lecture, uh, we did was uh, SI parents, uh, which is yeah, ESTJ and ESFJ, and then uh, the second lecture we did uh, was uh, SE heroes, so that was uh, ESTP, ESFP. Uh, the next lecture after that was ENTJ, ENFJ, because they have NI parent, etc. Uh, and then we did the any heroes, which was ESFP, ENTP. Those are the first four episodes. So this is the fifth episode, which is the ISTJ compared to the ISFJ. Now, what's interesting about both of these types is that these two types are very, very similar. And it's really difficult sometimes for people to be able to tell the difference because they see the world through, holy smokes, let's not hit that. Um, they see the world through uh, the uh, the same eyes, basically, uh, but they make decisions about things differently, and uh, I think that's one of the biggest challenges uh, that people have uh, in that regard is is, is that basically um, because it's like okay, well, they're both dutiful because they're both guardian temperament. So temperament wise, they're both uh, concrete. Uh, they're focused on the what is or the what was, but mostly the what is because of how concrete they are. Uh, and uh, they're both affiliative, so both these types are focusing on doing things, doing the right thing. But they're also both both uh, uh, systematic. These two types are both systematic, and uh, <clears throat> which means they follow a process or a procedure of some kind. They're always trying to find a system in place. and. What that means is that guardians, because they're past-focused, duty-based, they're traditionalists, they could be very, uh, let's see here, uh, authoritarian, I guess. They could be very authoritarian. And that's one of the challenges that uh, people have typically with, uh, with guardian types. It's just the mirrors here so I can see better. Um, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, you know, they're both guardians, and I think that's one of the things that really confuses people about these two types, is the fact that they're both guardians, and that kind of can make things a little bit more difficult uh, than people actually uh, realize. So just, just keep that in mind, you know, from a temperament standpoint, that's one of the reasons why people get confused between these two types. 
It's like, well, am I an ISTJ or am I an ISFJ? And usually when they take the MBTI test, you know, they could score ISTJ because it's detecting that TI child of the ISFJ because that, that TI child is, is optimistic, it's so in your face, whereas the ISTJ T is from TE parent, that's pessimistic, so it can't really detect pessimistic cognitive functions that well on a test. And because of that, the letter dichotomies think that they're actually a thinker versus a feeler, which is not actually true because the ISFJ is more of a thinker because they have optimistic TI child, and that can cause like some additional issues. By the way, I am extremely exhausted right now, but I just downed two cups of coffee, like, and I'm like, you're gonna have like wired chase here for a few seconds, and then all of a sudden you're just gonna see me going, you know what I'm saying? It's gonna get like really nuts here, so we'll see how that goes. Hopefully the coffee lasts me long enough to get through this two hour drive. Uh, so, but yeah, they're both guardians, uh, and that could be an issue. However, where they're different is actually in their interaction style. So according to Dr. Linda Behrens, and if you haven't read Dr. Linda Behrens, she's one of the best resources for temperaments and interaction styles, and quite frankly, that's all I use her for. I use her for nothing else. Anything else she talks about psychology, do not care. I don't care about Linda Behrens' opinion about anything else other than interaction styles versus temperaments could care less and even then her temperaments are not exactly all the way dialed in and then I have to rely on Stephen Montgomery uh, for temperaments in his book that he wrote People Patterns by Stephen, Go Stephen Montgomery PhD I recommend that etc so anyway <clears throat> with that uh, with that being said so uh, there are different interaction styles now the ISTJ is a very interesting interaction style because they're direct they're responding their movement what does that mean uh, and both these types are responding. That's another reason how that, that's another way that they're similar and people get confused by them is because they're both responding and that can be an issue because they're both introverted in, in that regard. But one of them is control based and one of them is movement. And the ISTJ is movement, right? Now, what's the difference between control versus movement? Control is very outcome based. They're very outcome focused, whereas a movement type is more process based, right? So an outcome focused person, they see an outcome that they want or desire and they, they develop a singular process to follow per outcome. And sometimes they're creating a new process on the fly specifically to, uh, uh, to develop uh, you know, the control that they need in order to get the, uh, the, the desired goal or the desired outcome that they're looking for. It's all, pro it's all a, a process-based system where they have an individual process per outcome, per goal, right? Completely individual. So it's going to get pretty shaky today, but it is what it is. Um, I think the, uh, the audio content's a little bit more important than me shaking around like a madman here on the road. So we'll just see how it goes. Uh, hopefully it's not too bad. Uh, I promise I'll have the GoPro next time. So anyway, uh, with that uh, going forward, uh, process, you know, outcome. Now, a movement person is different. They have one master process for every possible outcome. And that's why they move quickly, because they keep developing their process over and over and over again. Their process becomes a master process, which means they can apply that process to literally anything. And when that happens, the things that are similar to things they've done in the past or things that are similar to the things that they will do and the plans that they develop for those things, they can apply that master process to that specific task or that outcome or goal or whatever, and then fly right through it, right? And that's why they're so much faster than everyone else been spending a lot of time with somebody who's uh, movement oriented uh, and uh, 
they're like, wow, you move really fast. I thought I was the fastest person in the world. They're like, well, you know, I just have a really good process for moving at this point. You know what I'm saying? It's all about process. It's all about having that master process to produce that master outcome that is desired for the movement person. That's why ISFJs are typically controlled because they're very, uh, they're very outcome uh, focused. Uh, they're always trying to get that desired outcome, but they take their time doing it. Why? Because they're trying to develop a specific process per outcome. ISTJs don't have that problem. They remember all the processes that they've ever had before for any outcome. So they've created a master process that is like a one size fits all solution for any outcome they desire. And then they execute accordingly. That's why they move super quick. That's the difference between control versus movement between these two types, okay? The ISTJ also is very direct, which means they choose their role in the conversation and they state what they mean, they mean what they say. It's not left up to interpretation. Whereas the ISFJ, you almost have to decrypt everything they say because they're triple informative. They, uh, any, they're not direct at all. They allow you or a third party to determine their position or their role in the conversation, which means they're just gonna be informative about things, which means that, that they're constantly beating around the bush, like literally about everything, whereas the ISTJ is not beating around the bush. Uh, they may beat around the bush a little bit in their ENFP subconscious when they're trying to advocate for certain ideas, but that's not really necessarily what happens from an ISFJ standpoint. They will be around the bush about literally everything. Everything to them is all about hints. Hints, 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 right? And especially since it's a very uh, feminine type, has a lot of feminine energy, whereas the ISTJ is a very masculine type with a lot of masculine energy. <coughs> so, <coughs> whew. Like, there is some crazy pollen out today. My allergies are nuts. Although my allergies are getting a lot better than they used to be. But I just need to, like, sleep more. You know what I'm saying? And uh, get some rest. But, uh, ooh, I'm really enjoying this caffeine high, if you know what I'm saying. Be uh, nice and uh, nice and cozy when I get home and just go insert myself right into my bed. And just, like, be out of it and whatnot. I, I am very looking forward to that must-get-to-bed. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, uh... So with that being said, uh, we have uh, ISTJ, ISFJ, direct responding movement, which means they're a finisher for the ISTJ. They finish what they start, but they have a hard time starting new things, whereas it is informative responding control uh, for the ISFJ, which means they're very background type, they're very behind the scenes. Uh, they like to be in the shadows. Do not expose ISFJs when they're in the shadows. It'll make them super mega uncomfortable. Whereas ISTJs are a little bit more comfortable not being in the shadows, but they can use the shadows for what they need from an introverted standpoint. Also, ISTJs are like like the, the masters of being minimalists. They can literally live off of anything. They can make anything work. Uh, and both these types have the ability to uh, warp time and space and somehow make certain matter fit inside of even smaller matter. And I don't even know how they do it, but they can because they have that... That, uh, that mastery over the past of where things have been so they can use that to manipulate the physical environment through a cognitive orbit with their experted sensing uh, nemesis. So here and their nemesis teaming up via cognitive orbit. It's absolutely fantastic that they can do that. So anyway, that's basically you know some of their similarities, some of their differences in terms of their uh, 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 temperaments versus interaction style. Now, let's look at their quadra. Their quadra is a little bit different. Uh, the ISTJ is part of the STJ NFP quadra, which means their cognitive stack is a little bit different. While they do have SINE in their, uh, in their uh, cognitive function stack, they also rely on extroverted thinking, TE, and introverted feeling, FI. 
uh, which means they're a very moral person. They're very, they're all about standards and processes and status. Uh, very, very important. Also about credentials and respect for credentials as well as respect for their own credentials. The ISTJ is like that, uh, that type, that, uh, that scarecrow within the Wizard of Oz has to have proof that it has a brain in order for it to believe itself that it actually has a brain. So it needs that diploma, that symbol of proof of education. Now, while I'll say that, I'm sure I just triggered all the ISTJs or all of at least the TE people uh, on this YouTube channel. Like, no, no, I'm not like that. I don't care about credentials that much. You know, you all say that, but you know what? I don't believe you because when it comes down in practice, you're also the first people to even mention that you even have a credential or or you, you're constantly asking other people, cite your sources or what's your credentials? Like recently a TE inferior that I met, a little INFP, fantastic INFP. I really like INFPs, but for some reason they just assume that I hate them because I'm mean to them. Oh, it's the town Sam. You're so mean to us. You're so mean. And it's like, no, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just telling you the truth. It's not my fault that you're choosing to have a negative emotional reaction to the truth. It's not my fault. I'm just telling you the facts, okay? Like, seriously, I'm not trying to make you feel bad. I'm not trying to get you to devalue yourself. You are making the conscious decision to feel that way. Stop doing that. Please actually, like, take the time to understand me and realize that I'm not here to rain on your parade. I'm just here to challenge you and tell you the truth, right? So you TE users out there, like, seriously, it's okay. I'm not trying to harm you, not trying to hurt you, whatever. I actually value you a lot to the point where actually I maintain that INFPs specifically are actually fundamentally likely the most brilliant of all of the types. Yeah, that's kind of how I see things right now. Potentially, they have that potential. They're so good at being able to have absolute academic mastery, right? This amazing philosopher. So based on that, uh, people just need, you know, like TE users, I get that you like to claim that you don't care about credentials, but kind of at the end of the day, in practice, you actually do. It, it, you know, it's kind of a, a fun little hypocrisy of TE users. But yeah, I mean, they're always the first people to ask about citations. They're always the first people to ask about bibliographies. They're always the first people, well, where'd you hear that? Where'd you think that? Where'd you get that idea? You know, uh, does that person have credentials? Why are they, what makes them credible? Because credibility is everything to a TE user, right? Thusly, credibility is everything to an ISTJ. Whereas an ISFJ doesn't really give a damn about credibility. They care about, it's more of like a, a, a social standing. You know, what's their role, right? It's all about roles instead of status. Roles are everything to an ISFJ, right? And because they're both traditionalists, they're, they're very focused on safety. Um, they can be motivated, immature ISTJs and immature ISFJs. This is a similarity right here. They can, be, they can be motivated by fear. And it's so annoying when they're motivated by fear. I get so tired of these types being motivated by fear, often to the point where people can accuse both these types of having no backbone. Yeah, it's really frustrating. And yet, at the same time, these are supposedly the most loyal of all the types, right? And yet, they're consistently, consistently lacking a backbone. Kinda hard to be loyal to someone if you lack a backbone. Okay, SI heroes, maybe it's time to pony up and get some courage and stop being motivated by fear for once in your life and instead be motivated by what you should be motivated, and that's faith. Oh, ye of little faith, SI heroes. Maybe you should have some faith. Maybe you should be making decisions based on faith instead of being afraid of what other people want to do or what they may do or what they might say or how someone might behave. I get that metaphysics scares the hell out of you, and you freak out at it, 
Like you show an ISFJ a tarot card, they freaking run out of the room screaming. Oh, there's some they're demon possessed or something like that. They're the first ones to say that, right? Oh, that's really hokey and weird, says the ISTJ, right? And they run out of the room because it makes them feel less safe. Because they're scared of metaphysics. They're scared of the possible or the potential or the possibilities. They're just scared of those things, right? Well, that's not on them. Oh wait, actually it is. So stop being scared of what may happen. Scared of the external unknown. Unlike me, you know, I'm a hypocrite because I'm scared of the internal unknown. Things I've never done before. Things I've never experienced. I'm afraid of those things. Those scare me. I'll admit it. That's where my insecurity exists. Doing things I've never done before, right? Well, like, SI heroes, these two types, are afraid of things that other people might do have not done yet, right? And that's a serious issue. So be aware of that. That's how they can be motivated by fear instead of motivated by faith. Because faith is defined by evidence of things hoped for. And it's funny because while SI heroes can put their faith into things, they have NI demon. Don't ask them to put their hope into anything. It's not about that. So they have to have something they can believe in. They have to have a movement or a cause or a reason to put their faith into something. Otherwise, if they live their life faithless, they stagnate. And these people become absolutely worthless. You know, the ISTJ is not becoming the, the Library of Alexandria it's supposed to become. Which can be an issue, right? Definitely a problem. You know, be careful. Be very, very careful, ISTJs. You need to make sure that you are not stagnating. And it's usually because you're too afraid to get up and walk. Jesus said at the pool of Bethesda, right? He goes up to this guy. He's like, eh, I'm a lame guy. And, you know, I'm just trying to get in the pool because the angel comes once a year to the pool and he stirs the waters in the pool. And then when that happens, the first person into the pool gets healed, Mr. Jesus. We get healed and I want healing in my life. You know, the guy's just there. He's like that homeless guy sitting on the street looking for a handout, right? And Jesus comes by and he looks at him. He's like, dude, get up, pick up your mat and walk get up. Maybe that guy wasn't actually sick. Maybe that guy actually just had a mental problem because he thought he wasn't good enough. Maybe he was just comfortable with where he was being a beggar. Maybe he didn't realize that all this time he actually had the power to get up and walk. That's what USI heroes need to figure out. Faith is evidence of things hoped for and certainty of things unseen. Wake up, people. Stop being motivated by fear. I am so tired of it. I am so tired of it. Wake up, okay? Because every single day, even though I'm afraid of the unknown, afraid of things that I've never done before, I force myself to do things I've never done before, regardless of how afraid I am of it. I make it happen. I force myself, have self-discipline, self-discipline such that I am literally forcing myself against my own will to do things I've never done before and force myself in, out of my comfort zone for the sake of growth, for the sake of reaching self-actualization. But if you can't get over your fear, SI, SI heroes, you will never, ever reach self-actualization. Mark my words. And you'll never be happy. 
and instead you'll be stuck in the stagnated minimalist space where you're not even able to grow because you're too afraid. I am so sick about how your types struggle with fear more than anybody else. It's sad and it's no wonder the virtue and the vice of the ISFJ archetype is literally faith versus fear. And while ISTJs have that similar struggle, well, it's not as bad because they can get really stuck into the trivial if they're not careful. So let's look at the cognitive function stacks of both types, okay? So the hero function, they have they both have introverted sensing. Introverted sensing is uh, basically one's uh, source of self-discipline. It's also uh, their knowledge of the past, where they come from, what their... Uh, what uh, their long-term memory, it's the brain's uh, uh, or the soul's ability to access long-term memory within a person, and that's what they're aware of, right? That long-term memory access. This allows SI heroes to remember things more than anyone else. This is why these two types are so similar, and it's so hard to type, tell the difference between these two types, especially when it comes to tests, like the MBTI test or the human metrics test or whatever test is out there, any test specifically because any test that relies on uh, letter dichotomies, well, that's why. Because introverted sensors, they have the same hero, and they behave similarly, right? It's hard to differentiate the two. They have that long-term memory access. It also gives their ability to outlast and wait and endure and have patience and wait patiently through everything, such that these two types allow their SP counterparts like their SP counterparts to have multiple illicit sexual relationships with other people and they just allow these other types to live in their sensuality and they're still loyal to these people for some reason even years later they had that really great relationship that one time with this SP and it was fantastic and they never forget that SP ever so long as they live and they're secretly waiting for the SP to get their head on straight and come back to them that is so annoying how about you stop having avoidant attachment style? That was a great thing to learn, by the way, when I realized that was my attachment style. I've been working ever since to make that a secure attachment style. I'm very thankful for who taught me that. Stop having avoidant attachment style, SI heroes. Like, seriously, stop. Because you're not getting anywhere. You need to hold the SPs accountable. And you know what? Yeah, you need to let them have freedom of choice, but sometimes you have to have the guts to force and use your authoritarianism upon the SPs to get them to snap to so they stop living this sensual life of debauchery such that they borrow your faith because you have faith in them, faith that they'll come back, but that will never happen unless you challenge them. It's especially important for SI heroes who are women and are with SP men. You need to recognize that as women, you have the responsibility as the feminine, as the potential mature feminine, to challenge the masculine. It is your responsibility to challenge the masculine. And if you are not challenging the masculine, what are you doing? The feminine exists to challenge the masculine. And I'm so thankful for that because let me tell you something. If a woman tells you to your face that you're weak, you might want to listen. Because guess what? The feminine knows more than anyone because they represent the yin. They represent chaos itself. They represent the thing that challenges the firm yang energy. That if your yang energy is not enough, you need to listen. You need to pay attention to that. Right? 
grow up, please. Grow up these two types, please. Gosh, now it's like, wow, Mr. C.S. Joseph, you're like really harsh today on these SI heroes. I mean, do you have a problem with them? No, actually, I don't actually really love SI heroes. Um, I have an SI hero on my team. My mother is an SI hero. SI heroes are fantastic, but you know what? No one has the guts to tell these people the truth, especially since they live in common sense land. Oh, I have all the common sense in the world, which means I'm more likely to be correct and you're more likely to be wrong because my type makes up the majority of the population. And because there's more of me, we're obviously right because we have psychological confirmation bias, which means I do not actually have to listen to you. Wow, that's effective. Wow, thank you guys. Why would you do that? You know what I'm saying? Like seriously, don't do that. Don't do that. Back to the cognitive functions. Introverted sensing hero, long-term memory access, they both have it. Now, where they start differing, their parent functions, amazing. Extroverted thinking is the ISTJ. Extroverted thinking is all about reference points. It is rationale, it is about rational thinking. Rational thinking is you have 10 tables in a mind and you have 10 thoughts at each of those tables and they're all going true false at the same time and majority rules makes the decision. They're all, they are all about statistics and data, gathering data, gathering statistics, etc. right? All of those things are very, very important. You can't, and, uh, and that includes reference points. They literally, their mind is a literal bibliography storage center, an actual library. It's like they got their own like ISTJ version Dewey Decimal System of every single thought that they've ever gathered in their entire life. And they're literally the walking library of Alexander because of TE Parent. And it does it systematically, a complete total system that handles where all these reference points belong. So based on that, based on that, we have an opportunity then to like, they, they, they store so much information, it causes their expert thinking parent to always be in the know. They're always about in the know about anything because they're so concrete. They're always in the know about current events and things like that, right? Super important. You always want an ISTJ around because they'll, they always, they're always in the know. They always know what's up. They're always keeping track of literally everything because their introverted sensing just stores all that information about current events, about financial systems, financial planning, uh, medical information, anything that has to do with you know safety or the self, procedures, rules, regulations, authorities, laws. They got that stuff dialed down. It's so good. TE is amazing. And then they are able to provide input for other people. You always need to listen to ISTJ input because, you know, even though like people would claim they're socially awkward because they're socially inept and whatnot, right? Not exactly, you know, not exactly true. You know what I'm saying? Being socially inept in that way. But they're not really. They're good people. They're just trying to do the right thing. They have that moral compass with their FI child. See, that's another difference between them and ISFJs. ISFJs don't have FI in their top four functions within their function stack. And then as a result of that, well, guess what? ISFJs, you lack moral behavior. So what business do we have telling ISTJs that they're socially inept because they're FE trickster when the reality is they have one of the best moral compasses out there of all the types between them and INTJs. Like how can we seriously call into question whether or not ISTJs are sympathetic or actually caring people because damn it, they really are. They really do care. Stop labeling them as if they don't. Stop it.
it's wrong. It's absolutely wrong. Stop labeling them. I know they label everything. They don't necessarily like being labeled unless the label is accurate or the label makes them feel good, right? But then you have the ISFJ with their parent function, FE parent. It's all about ethics. It's all about how everyone feels. And they have a similar system in their head where they keep track of all of the social data, all of the relationships, right? All of the people and all of everyone's feelings and everyone's value systems. They keep track of value systems, whereas ISTJs keep track of data systems, right? Value systems versus data systems. This is why when we talk to an ISTJ, they're constantly talking in reference points. Well, I read in this book, this subject, and then I read an article about that subject, and then these two agree with each other, but then this person disagrees with that, and I'm not sure I should listen to them because these two other sources says this way, and they're always talking about sources and reference points. Well, this happened in this year, and then this happened in this year, and then this happened in this year, and I'm starting to see a pattern of behavior amongst these decision makers from a political standpoint, and I'm not entirely sure I could trust them. Whereas an ISFJ is like, this person slept with this person, and then they slept with that person. I'm not sure I want to be with that person because I don't think I can be loyal to them, and honestly, neither should you. And I'm worried that you are going to be loyal to them because they have some seriously serious lack of social cred, if you know what I'm saying. Where, like, where is that? Where is that social cred? Why are they, like, why are you even wasting your time with those people? Aren't they abusive? Don't they have a history of being abusive? You know, like, they're probably going to end up hurting you one day. And they're constantly providing warning to other people. And they're just trying to protect the people that they care about. Protection is everything. And that's what ISTJs do. They protect, just like ISFJs do, but they're protecting the intelligence of other people. They're protecting the thinking of other people. And then as a result of that, protecting the thinking of other people, they know that those people are going to remain intelligent. They know those people are going to remain thinking properly in their heads about things. That way the ISTJ feels safe. But then the ISFJ protects other people, protects their social situations, protects their relationships, protects their families, protects their children, making sure that everyone's hearts are protected, that everyone feels good, everyone, everyone's feelings are okay, their value systems are okay. Their traditions are okay. How many times have ISFJs in your life forced you against your will to go to family outings and family events that you didn't really give a damn about? It's because they're trying to protect the social environment for the family. They're trying to protect the social interactions of the family because an ISFJ knows that if they do not do this, their family will fall apart and they are afraid of that. Oh, look, being motivated by fear? What? Oh. So when they're afraid, then they force. Yeah, that's right. SI heroes, when they're afraid of something, they force others. They force due to fear. They use their SE nemesis to force people to do things against their will because of their expert intuition, inferior fear. Yeah. That's why they're built to be with SPs. SPs were so freedom-based. And yes, oh, SPs, please love me. Please choose me. I just want to be desired by you. I just want to be chosen by you, SPs. You're so powerful. Your hands can literally bend reality to your will. You have such good hands. I want to be touched by those hands. See what I'm saying? But then you decide not to touch me. You don't want me after I've been loyal to you for so long. Well, screw you then. I'm going to force you to want me. Yeah. Or they withdraw entirely. They go back into their cave where they wait and they wait and they wait 
hoping to God the SP will actually have the desire to come back to them. What a sad way to live life. All you SI heroes out there, if I could give you a hug right now, I would. Because all the SI heroes in my life, it's important to me that I make sure that they understand that I want them. And I want them in my life. Even though I'm not the best source of introvert intuition out there, I make it explicitly clear to them that I want them and that I choose them. And I'm thankful to have them in my life. So many people out there, I see it consistently with like INTJs, for example, or even NTs in general. They just get so choosy. They look at someone's type and then they're like, well, I don't really want to have a relationship with them because they're going to behave this way or whatever. How about instead just understanding literally everyone you come into contact with? That would be nice. And then adjusting yourself or them adjusting themselves to your behavior and then you adjusting to their behavior. Hashtag love your neighbor as yourself. Hashtag understand your neighbor. Please, please stop judging everyone and being choosy over the people that you live in that live in your life and just learn how to develop maturity, enough maturity that you can interface with literally anyone because you actually understand anyone and everyone, which makes you a more complete person. Really important. Thank you, NTs. Maybe you should figure that out instead of filtering everybody all the time. Oh, wait. SPs do that too. SPs, they do that to intuitives all the time. Oh, you're too flighty for me or you're too metaphysical for me or I can't trust you because you're way too abstract or that's not real. Yeah, stop judging people like that. It's like super annoying. Like really, stop. So parent functions, it's rationale. And then it's ethics. Child functions, the introverted thinking child. ISFJ is all about what they think. They're, uh, they're constantly thinking about some things. And because they, it's a child, well, they go and share their thoughts with other people. Well, they can be really alienating to people because people take it as unwanted criticism. <coughs> Not actually coughing. I just think I need some water or something, you know? Let's see here. Uh, all right, that should help. I hope. I'm kind of losing my voice right now, so... Anyway, because I've been talking so much, uh, I gave uh, two seminar uh, trainings today, and I did a one and a half hour lecture last night after more trainings yesterday, and now I'm shooting this lecture right now, and my voice is just going away, so I also need to sleep too, so (sighs) I'm exhausted. Um, I think this is now that point where that caffeine is just starting to wear off, you know what I'm saying? So, and... Now we have the child function, and the child function of the ISFJ is the TI child. The TI child. Ow. Ow. Yes, TI child. It can alienate other people. It's all about what they think. It's logic. If this, then that. If this, then that. If this is happening, then that's happening, right? Oh, but then that any inferior gets in there, and they're trying to prognosticate, and they're afraid of what other people will do, and then they logically think that other people are going to behave in a certain way, which causes the ISFJ to jump to conclusions. And then when they jump to conclusions about the intentions of others, then they start making decisions about those decisions, which is why I have seen in my life ISFJs cheating on their lovers because they are assuming that their lovers are cheating on them. 
Oh, and then they become disloyal. Oh, that's a problem. Yeah, ISFJs don't do that. I've also experienced ISTJs accusing me of things I've never done where they assume and jump to conclusions and then they declare themselves correct and it's like, and then they label me. I hate being labeled because as a TI user, when I'm being labeled by an ISTJ with their TE parent, it's like, well, I guess that completely, I've, I've literally been ad hominem. It's funny because the ISTJ more than any other type complains about ad hominem, but they're the one type that uses ad hominem logical fallacy in their debates more than anybody else. They're so quick to label. When I've been ad hominem in a uh, in a uh, uh, a discussion or a debate, I just stop talking. I completely disengage because, like, what's the point? Why bother? Why bother talking? Because I've just been straw manned. Because, like, for example, at one point in time in my life, my family, like, accused me of being, you know, the SI hero of my family. The ISFJ mother of mine, who I love very much, told me that I was autistic. And then when I try to defend myself from this label of autistic, then she's like, well, the way you're arguing is more indicative of you actually being autistic. I can't win. So I don't even bother. If I've been ad hominem in a discussion, I just stop talking. Why bother? I've been ad hominem by ICJs plenty. The most common ad hominem I get is being told that I'm exhibiting signs of the dark triad. And they tell me I'm a Machiavellian narcissistic psychopath. Really? Stop with the labels people and actually start, you know, understanding people. SI heroes have this problem. They both label, they just label differently. <clears throat> Why did they do that? Because they're trying to absolve themselves of all responsibility for the sake of convenience when it comes to their responsibility to understand their fellow human beings. It's more convenient to label somebody than to actually understand them. How exactly can you love your neighbor as yourself if you're just using labeling out of convenience instead of actually understanding someone? Come on, SI heroes, stop being afraid do something you've never done before and actually spend the time and the effort, hashtag effort, in understanding your fellow human beings. That would be nice. Maybe society would change a little bit and maybe you yourselves would not exactly stagnate. That would be nice. That'd be really nice. So the FI child is the moral compass of the ISTJ and the moral compass of the ISTJ uh, it, it causes the ICJ to be like a good person. It's really, really important that they are a good person. Being a good person, you know, doing the right thing in that regard. But the TI child is all about being intelligent, all about being right, right? It's all about, uh, it's all about uh, the truth and seeking the truth and telling the truth. Sometimes that TI child of the ISFJ can get so painful, it's as if they're breathing fire in other people, burning the lies away, basically. And people get alienated by that. And that's why the ISFJ is such a loner because no one wants to hear the truth that they tell them. No one wants to hear ISFJ truth. No one wants to. And it's usually because it's faith-based. It's usually the truth that they see when it comes to their belief system and their religion. Not exactly ideal. So based on that, what do you do? What do you do? It's not appropriate. That's my point. And then 
So introverted thinking child, you know, do that alienation, that can be an issue. So instead, what they have to do, ISFJs, you need to verify. Verify what you know. And if you need help to go on what you know, go to ISTJs, for example, or other TE users with their beliefs and find out what those people's beliefs are and then process those people's beliefs in order for you to find out what the truth is. Get input from other TE users. Very important. Get input from other TE users so that you can understand yourself and others, so you can understand where you stand with your thoughts, with what you maintain is true, logically speaking. Because the more input you have, the more your internal knowledge tower is accurate. It's very, very important because just because you're a TI user does not mean you're correct 100% of the time. I mean, I'm TI parent, even I know that. Even though I'd speak with definiteness such that people think I'm this arrogant asshole who maintains that he's correct at all times. No, I'm not. The difference is, is that I just know a lot more about things in general, but every now and then a TE parent comes along Oh wait, that could be an ISTJ or an INTJ, and they set me straight by providing me with very sharp and calculated input such that I realize I may not have all the information, I may not have all the facts, and then I adjust, immediately adjust like that, like that. Uh, And my behavior adjusts the second it happens, I realize that I'm wrong, and I adjust myself and I keep moving forward like that. Done, done and done. Good luck doing that to an FI user. They have to see reference points and multiple people and multiple sources telling them the same information before they'd be willing to change. The problem is the ISTJ shuts them away as introverts, away from people such that they don't get that information. And then as a result, they don't change because they don't hear multiple sources of information. Just like, for example, a wife married to an ISTJ who's very health conscious and very health centric and is trying to improve her health and wants to improve the health of her husband, but he won't listen to her because she's only one voice talking to him. Don't you think if you're married, you should actually like, you know, listen to your spouse more so than anyone else and take their opinion more so than anyone else? Oh, but no, ISTJs don't need that. They need their reference points. We need multiple sources of information. Cite your sources. And it's not, and in the ISTJ, they got their heads so far in the sand that they can't even realize that they're even doing this to people. That they have to wait until multiple people that they respect come to them with the same information and telling them the same thing and books that say the same thing and articles that say the same thing before they themselves are even willing to bother to understand, to accept it, to adjust their beliefs. It takes a long time and it takes a lot of effort really hard to break an ISTJ of that when they get so caught up in the trivial or so caught up in their comfort zone that they barely adjust their thinking as a result. It's really frustrating. But it's also very helpful too. Like most ISTJs, you know, statistically CFOs of companies are ISTJs, right? It's really important to have those ISTJs available to be able to do that. Really important. And because of that, uh, you know, they're the gatekeepers of information, of, uh, of HR solutions within companies, etc. Super important. The fourth function of the ego within each of these types is expert intuition. We already talked about that a little bit because of how they make decisions based on fear. It comes from their insecurity over, over what other people want, what other people might say, what other people might do, the fates of other people, the intentions of other people. They're so afraid of the intentions of others. 
both of these types. And that's what causes them to be motivated by fear instead of choosing to be motivated by faith. Walk by faith, not by sight, folks. And this leads to IS, ISJs becoming very short-sighted. It leads them to being very shallow. They can be really, really shallow. And that's really, really upsetting for these types, given how concrete they are. It's like these types are the ones who rely on trickle-down economics, right? If that's a thing, right? That's just a subjective example. But and then their fifth function, the nemesis, also the same, which makes it difficult to differentiate into. They don't want to pressure other people. They're worried about pressuring other people. They're worried about forcing other people until you piss them off, and then they're going to force you. They're going to force you to go to that family thing ISFJs do, or ISTJs are going to force you to think about something whether or not you like to think about it or not. They're going to show you the information. They're going to show you the data. They're going to show you the contract. They're going to show you whether you like it or not. And they'll force it down your throat until you realize how dumb you actually are. Sometimes, though, they take it too far. And you actually do know what you're talking about. And they're, because of their ignorance and their laziness, because guess what? Both these types can be lazy. They know what they ought to do, but they do not do it. Guess what? It is written, if you know what good you ought to do, but do not do it, you sin. Yeah. Because these two types, they can avoid their duty, they can avoid their obligations entirely because they're lazy. I'm not comfortable doing that right now. Remember, not to speak is to speak. Dietrich Bonhoeffer said that. Do you know who that guy is? Not to speak is to speak. Silence is speaking, folks. Many people are murdered right in your midst and you say nothing and nothing changes due to your fear. These two types are supposed to be motivated by, motivated by faith and when they have faith, that's where the... That's where the where the catchphrase or the uh, uh, the motto of the United States Marine Corps is Semper Fi or Semper Fidelis, also known as Always Faithful. Introverted sensing hero is always faithful. And if it is always faithful, then it can have absolute diehard courage. That's what it's all about, folks. That's the That is the basis for which the United States Marine Corps is founded upon. And it's founded upon SI Hero. SI Hero is the earth, the terra firma from which this military organization's value system and value structure is based upon. Don't you understand that? Don't you understand that it is your duty to have faith and make decisions by faith and not by fear? If you make decisions by fear, you will lose every time. And life will pass right before your eyes. And you wake up a 45-year-old and be like, what happened? I lost everything. Don't be afraid, any inferiors. The future is scary. But guess what? You have SI hero, which means you can endure any hardship. Why is it that your types out of everyone else live the longest? Because you can endure and outlast everyone and everything. All right? Awesome. It's a great ranty day. Then you have SE Nemesis. Yes, it's awesome that you don't want to pressure other people, but sometimes, folks, people need to be pressured for their own good. Sometimes their reality needs to be destroyed and ripped out from under them. Sometimes you just have to go up right up behind someone and pull out their chair out from under them to get them to listen to you or to get them to consider things. And you especially need to do that with SPs. 
because SPs, they're so in the moment, then they become so depraved with their debauchery that they don't even realize the consequences of their own decisions. And you are aware of consequences of decisions more than anybody else. So then you just have to go up to the SP, pull their chair out from under them, force them to see the consequences of their actions so that they stop being irresponsible, so that they stop harming other people as a result of their inability to see the consequences of their actions. It is your responsibility to do this, SI Heroes. It is your responsibility. Please do this. The SPs need you to do this. It is your duty. Save the SPs from themselves. Have courage. Do not be motivated by fear. Where they're different is their critic functions, where their wisdom exists. The critic functions where their wisdom exists. ISTJs, it's TI critic, demands, it demands of them to verify their own beliefs. But then their SI is just like, oh, I, I'm not comfortable spending time right now verifying my beliefs. And I get stuck in my stagnant comfort zone, so I'm not going to verify it. Whereas an INTJ doesn't have that problem. They really, really focus on verifying their beliefs so that they're always close to the facts and the truth. Whereas the ISTJ gets lazy and they start believing that they know the facts and the truth when the reality is they don't because they get lazy. Just like ISFJs think that they have that social control, that social norm, that social mastery, everyone's relationships, who's with who, you know, etc. Kind of like the busybody would keep track of, etc. And then all of a sudden they realize that they don't. Why is that? Because their moral principles are off. They do not maintain their ethics. Their ethics start to slide. And this is where you can see the corruption come into the ISFJ. And they too can become debauched and caught up in the SP way of doing things. Uh, a friend of mine who's married, he's, a, uh, he's an ISFJ. And he's married to an ESFP woman. This ESFP woman loves drinking, loves partying, loves going to the casino every single weekend. And she gets debauched. And he goes along right with her and leaves his self-respect at the door. It's so sad to watch every single time. To the point where I no longer trust him. He's a great friend of mine. He used to be a family member. I miss him. But he just let his self-respect at the door. It doesn't mean anything. And he just he joins her in her debauchery instead of challenging her. Instead of fulfilling his obligations as a man. Instead of being motivated by fear and he just gives in. It's so sad. That's what happens with FI Critic. FI Critic is open to that corruption based on somebody else. Because, well, that's what she wants to do, so I want to do it too. I'm going to do it with her because that's what she wants. Everyone else is doing it, so why can't I do it? That's where that argument comes from, folks. It comes from introverted sensing hero types. FI Critic is supposed to hold itself to the absolute highest moral standard. But sometimes it doesn't. And it doesn't because SI Hero gets in the way and they're like, well, I'm not comfortable holding myself to the highest standard because then I'd be alienating people and I'm already alone as an ISFJ as it is because I'm alienating people potentially with my TI child and I don't like being alone because I'm affiliative and I'm interdependent because I'm affiliative and I lack pragmatism and I just need to be around other people in that way, at least just one person. And yet that one person is abusing you by taking you and getting you to, as debauched as they are. Stop. Stop. You need to have self-discipline, folks. SI heroes, you need to have self-discipline. If you have self-discipline, then you'll actually be able to verify your beliefs with your TI critic ISTJs. 
if you have self-discipline, then your FI critic will have that absolutely high moral standard such that you are able to have proper ethics and enforce those ethics healthfully on other people in your life so that you do not find yourself as corrupt as they are or as debauched as they are. Super mega important. You have to do this. It is your duty to do so. Our society will not work. Why? You, you two types make up the majority. We need you to have self-discipline. We need you to have self-mastery. We need you to guide our thoughts and advocate for a better future and, and better thinking. We need you to be inventive, ISFJs, and invent a better future, invent better technologies, show us a better way of doing things, create new processes, give us the vision, ISFJs. What's your vision and how can we know this? It's very important that you do this. Without that, we're not going to get very far. You two types are supposed to be the solid ground for which our race stands upon, part of the foundation. That's the, that's the point of introverted sensing. Introverted sensing represents the earth. It represents the terra firma, the solid. You are supposed to be solid. We are supposed to be able to rely on your discipline. For the rest of us, you are supposed to be holding up that standard, but then you get lazy. Stop. Please stop. Then their trickster functions, another way that they're different. We already talked about FE trickster, which is ethical trickster, which makes the ISTJ socially awkward, which sucks. But sometimes, you know, that's what you need in order to have the reference points to become the walking library of Alexandria. It's a trade off. Or, same thing with ISFJs, they have TE trickster. Good luck expecting an ISFJ to write out algebra in school. It's wrong. They do everything in their head and they should just be able to write the answer on their little piece of paper and that's it. I did it. Nope, but then they get punished. Now you had to cheat because you have to show your work. But their mind with TE Trickster is not conducive to showing work. It's not how it works. They don't do that. That is the bane of Goodwill, you know, Will Hunting's uh, existence in the movie Goodwill Hunting. He had TE Trickster. You know why? Because he's an INFJ. INFJs who are watching this, go watch Goodwill Hunting. That's literally a movie about you. And Robin Williams' character is an INFP. Oh, watch that. TE Trickster sucks. TE Trickster makes it so that ISFJs are completely unaware of what other people are thinking. And then they start sharing their thoughts and people get offended because they're sharing their thoughts because those people are assuming that the ISFJ is literally criticizing them. When in reality, the ISFJ is just trying to help them. And it's like this huge miscommunication. So they end up becoming the prophet that no one listens to. I once knew a woman who had TE Trickster. Her real name was Cassandra. It meant the prophet that no one listens to. And sure enough, her TI child, no one listened to her because she was unaware of other people's thinking such that she had no idea if, if other people around her had already arrived at the same conclusions she did. That is the bane of TE Trickster. And that is their struggle. If you struggle with that, perhaps you're an ISFJ. And then you have the ISTJ with their every Trickster, their inability to realize the social rules and the social norms. Right? It's a problem. Definitely a problem for them. <sighs> so, then their demon functions. Never ask any of these types what they want, ever. Ever. And if you want to avoid this demon, 
where it literally wants to destroy you, where they literally have desire to destroy you. And they will plan it. They will destroy your reputation or they will destroy your life in any way, shape, or form. Where they will plot and scheme and they will advocate for other people to harm you or they will create systems and strategies with which they will execute upon you and take you out and meet justice out upon you. You don't wanna, you wanna avoid that, both these types. All you have to do is tell them what you intend to do before you do it. That way they are not afraid and they can continue to put their faith in you. Before you do something, tell them what you're going to do. It makes them feel safe. That's all they want. They just want to be safe and taken care of, these two types. They just need to be safe at all times. And the only way they will feel safe is if you tell them what you're going to do before you do it because they are so afraid of the unknown. They are so afraid of what may happen. So tell them what you're going to do before you do it. They need to be in the loop on all those things. That way, they feel safe and trusted. They need to be trusted because they're so loyal to you. Never push a loyal person to the point where they no longer give a damn. And usually how that happens is because you were not sharing your intentions with them. Because you were not being in front with them. Because you didn't trust them with that information. How can they trust you if you will not trust them after they've been so loyal to you for so long? Do not do this to these types. They do not deserve it. Always tell them your intentions. And you know what? I'm a hypocrite. Because recently... One of my close friends who was an ISTJ, I didn't loop him in on some of my decision making. And I didn't leverage that part of my relationship with him. And as a result of that, he became completely unmotivated. You want to know how to motivate an SI hero type, an ISTJ or an ISFJ? You do not tell them, you do not tell them what you want to do. You want to motivate them because they're really hard to motivate, especially when they're stuck in their comfort zone and their stagnation. You want to motivate an ISFJ? You want to motivate an ISTJ? Here's how you do it. You tell them what you want to do before you do it. You tell them what you intend to do. You tell them your intentions towards them. You lay out your cards on the table. So that way you are appearing non-threatening and trusting of them. Gosh, that would have been nice. That would have been really nice for me. I actually need that too. Just... In a different way it's nice to know other people's intentions before they do it it's nice when they factor you in it's nice when they tell you the truth it's nice when they trust you isn't it especially my type when my own father would tell me a bible verse over and over again he'd tell me avoid the appearance of evil well you know what i'm an entp i cannot help it but appear evil in the eyes of other people i can't help it And then people just assume that I'm evil. They don't give me the benefit of the doubt and they do not trust me. Well, these types have a similar issue. People assume evil because they look shady, so they must be shady. Wow, you human beings are so shallow. Wake up. Don't do that to these types. Tell them what you want to do before you do it. Tell them your intentions. They need to know. Tell them your future, what you want to be your future. Guess what? They become motivated and they try to help you bring about that future. Don't do what I did to my friend and not tell him. Because guess what? He was unmotivated to do anything for me because he felt that I didn't trust him with that information. It's absolutely wrong. And then all of a sudden you notice they get really, really motivated when you tell them what you want. You have to trust them. 
they're diehard loyal, and they will be diehard loyal to you. But if you do not trust them, they can't be loyal to you anymore. You want them to be loyal? Tell them. Communicate. And that NI demon will not come up, lose all motivation, or be completely motivated to absolutely annihilate you. Because that's what you're risking. They're subconscious. Their subconscious is another way to keep track of differences between these two types. The subconscious for the ISTJ is the ENFP. The subconscious for the ISFJ is the ENTP. The ISFJ is trying to be inventive and provide a vision, whereas the ENFP is trying to create a philosophy or a system of thinking and provide that to other people for the sake of bettering mankind. Very interesting, huh, how that works. And then obviously they're demons, they're superegos, different as well. The ISTJ, uh, superegos, the INFJ, it's the sage. And imagine a demonic sage using demonic wisdom to destroy other people. Or imagine an angelic sage with divine wisdom conferring it upon others as a result of all their scholarly pursuits within their entire life. Is that Pythagoras? interesting or the INTJ shadow creating masterful strategies for other human beings when their superego is developed it becomes the angelic superego and that INTJ shadow is able to provide these amazing strategies that will solve any problem any issue and it's all provided by the ISFJ understand that these are the similarities and the differences between these two types and understand that uh Understand that without uh, these two types, like, I'm sorry, our world will crumble because these two types help provide the foundation, the much necessary foundation for the rest of humanity. These are the terra firma, the types that we put our feet upon. Very important. Because without them, we lose our foundation, we lose our footing, and we will fall. We don't need to fall. So, Please be respectful, folks, of these two types. They are here to protect you. They are here to do their duty, and they will. But you have to tell them their, your intentions. You have to tell them what you want so that they can get it for you. And at the same time, make them as comfortable as possible. A psych hero needs to be made comfortable. But do not be willing to force them out of their comfort zone. Always be willing to force them out of their comfort zone if they stagnate. It's super important. They also need to be... Uh, uh, willing to force other people, especially SPs, out of their comfort zone. Because if not, then it'll be an issue. Because those people will just stay in their debauchery forever. And it's the SI heroes and SI parents, but mostly SI heroes, it's their job to make sure with their SC nemesis to keep people from being in that debauched state and actually have some semblance of self-discipline. SPs need this. Otherwise, they'll be stuck in it feels good, do it land for the rest of their lives. It's pathetic. Thank you, ISTJs. Thank you, ISFJs, for everything you do. I am so thankful you people exist because without you, this world would literally crumble. Just make sure that you're not succumbing to your own laziness and have self-respect, have self-discipline because without it, our race is lost. So, anyway, folks, I think that's it for this lecture. If you found this lecture useful, helpful, educational, enlightening, exciting, please leave a like while you're at it and subscribe to the channel here on YouTube and also on our podcast. 
the uh, links uh, in our description will take you to our website. You can check out our socials and get onto the podcast and whatnot. Uh, if you have any questions about these two types, leave it in the comment section below. If you'd like to financially support this community and what we're trying to do to uh, change the world for the better and bring absolute quality of life to every human being on this planet uh, through the development of various technologies to bring this knowledge and make it easier for everyone, please uh, subscribe to us on Patreon. If you want to get into our premium content, our private lectures, that's the gold tier. Check that out. Uh, also, if you want to join our meetup group, which meets in the Bay Area and Sacramento, please be a part of that. The link is also available on our website uh, through the website link that we have below. Just go to the meetup page and then sign up and you're good to go. Um, if you have any, uh, uh, if you want to get your questions answered on Q&A, please go to our Discord and uh, get on the Discord and then put your questions in the questions for CS Joseph channel and we'll get to your questions in the next Q&A session. So anyway, folks. It's nice uh, to see you all. Uh, thank you all for uh, for coming today and, and listening and watching, especially on my uh, ghetto uh, shaky phone, and uh, as well as uh, my uh, my lacking in a GoPro uh, fixture to be able to mount the GoPro, so I just have to use my phone instead. So hopefully the uh, video and the uh, sound uh, works out pretty well for this, and I know it's going to be shaky, but uh, I think it'll be fine. If not, well, next time we won't have this issue, so... Anyway, folks, uh, with all that being said, I think I got another one of these, so I'll see you guys tonight.